Natural. Yeah, I just started recording, so all I heard was semi-skimmed, semi-skimmed, semi and fully natural. Fully natural. Um, we're definitely not talking about our wives, and uh, we're definitely not talking about milk either. So, uh, what are we talking about? Oh, I don't know. What are we talking about? I think we're going to talk about Novi Boy. But first, let's start the intro. Da -da -da -da. No, we don't even have a song for this. Hello and welcome to Not the Nine O'clock Pews. My name is Aris. And I'm Tim. And we are going to be talking today about something very, very important. Very, probably the most important thing. Seven years in the making. Mm -hmm. I got that right? Seven years? Seven years With in the 4. making. 4.31 million subscribers. Yes, we're talking about a certain tuber. What is his name? Um, Novrit Sukur. No, uh, Novritschun. Yeah. Is, is it Novritsky? No, it's not Novritsky. Novritsch. Or may, maybe maybe it's two words. Maybe it's Novitch. Novritsch. So there's no, not a lot. You're no not allowed riches. No, Novritsky. I think it's Novritsky. Probably. But no, my okay. no. So, someone's just someone's just told me off. No, it's 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 Novrich. Ah, oh, okay. It's who Novrich. who who slapped that's, your that's hand just now? Uh, Chris. Chris just uh, had a go at me. Said, "Stop making fun of this." His ah. name is Novrich. Ah, I see. Cool. Is he there, so, or or are you, are you just no no? He just, he just sent me a WhatsApp. Chris in the background. Ah, okay. No, he, he just sent me a WhatsApp saying you're going to joke about uh, pronouncing his name, aren't you? And I said, "No. Why do you say that? <laughs> is it because I know you for like." Eight to ten years I've known you. It's like, well, you don't even remember how long you've known me, but yeah, well, okay. approximately um, eight to ten. So, so you know. So so let's let's just pretend he doesn't actually listen to these podcasts. So let's just pretend that we said Novrich and didn't go on a tangent. Wait, your your partner, like the person who sponsors our little channel, does not listen to us. You're just making it worse. You're just making it worse. Don't do this. Ah, <sighs> don't worry. The other side so of the air, some amigos doesn't listen to us either. <laughs> Well, that's good. Like, like uh, we've mentioned before in the previous episode, only you and I literally listen to this. So yeah, we, we just we just listen to it multiple times in the day. I actually wake up to my podcast. Do you? That's sad. Yeah, my my voice. No, sorry, is it my voice? You? I can't even tell anymore. It's either my voice, or your voice. It irritates me so much. It gets me out of bed. <laughs> Both of our voices combined. The irritation it's like is a just symphony supreme. of crying foxes having sex in the background. Oof, that is descriptive. You, you remember what foxes sound like when they're doing their thing. What, what right? did the fox scream? <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> uh, you tried to do um, a... Okay. I, I did actually try to do a proper fox scream, uh, but then realized that a lot of our listeners are using earphones most probably, and if they're doing them in speakers, well, you guys are braver than I am. Yeah. Uh, because I wouldn't listen to this openly no. in front of other people. No. That'd be terrible. Oh, yeah. God, I'd be disowned by my own company. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering yeah, why you haven't been thus far. Because they have no idea who I am or what I do in my free time. Okay, that's fair. All right, so go anyway, on. So today we're talking about Novrich. He's mm -hmm. a YouTuber and now technically a business owner. 
mm-hmm. who uh, is looking, he's doing innovative products. He's also still doing his videos. I hope he's still doing his videos because he's known for doing his videos. Mm-hmm. He has his YouTube, his Instagram, his Facebook. To be honest, all of that is now uh, being succumbed and consumed by his business. But hey, he still does what he loves, I hope. And okay. uh, innovating with his products are hopefully a sideline compared mm-hmm. to what he normally does. But if they're not, then that's him innovating and uh, becoming his new self. Okay, um, might, might I ask something? doing really well with his business. What do you mean by innovating? So, <laughs> God damn it, why are you... No, what do you mean by innovating? I don't well, want to answer this question. I feel like innovating <laughs> is possibly the wrong word to use. But go on, let's... let's, let's no. Let's come up, yeah. Um, oh, this is so difficult. You can put me in a between a rock and a hard place and i already feel like that yep um i'm gonna turn into pulp mints by the end of this podcast by everyone else um smashed so what, skull what is, is novrich innovating what is novrich created what and i'm not saying i'm not talking about christoph himself mm-hmm. i'm talking about his business his brand what is his sure. brand create because um one thing that i can say before we start talking about products one thing that he has innovated is in his videos Sure. Now, they're not overly clickbaity. They can look clickbaity through the thumbnails, but not overly clickbaity. There are worse YouTubers out there for clickbait stuff. Sure. So he, he's not over the top with that. But the fact that he's developed his um, his brand of YouTube videos, that in a way is a form of innovation. They are different. People are copying him, not the other way around. Okay. Which is nice. I feel and- like he has somebody that he looks up to before because I know for a fact that I've seen a Scopecam YouTuber from uh, eight years ago that started working on Scopecams and his work was astonishing. And I feel like it possibly started there. Novrich didn't quite start the trend, but he certainly took it and ran with it and de- soon eventually developed a business with it. Yeah, over time, over a very long period of time, but still mm-hmm. over time. And so it seems like a business model that he's um, that he's sort of stuck to. Yeah, which makes sense. Yes, it does. Do you know who it was that um, did Scope Cams? I'm trying to find them because this was like from seven years ago. Oh, do you, do you want me to do you want me to fill in the time <laughs> to oh, yeah, the okay. elevator music? Okay, for let your me search? um, let, okay, uh, let's do it, do it. Scope okay. Cam. Um, Airsoft. Uh, no, don't say it out loud. Although that seven makes years sense for ago, seven years ago. Anyway, so so Novridge has four point three one million subscribers on his YouTube. He has oh god knows. Uh, he has over so you start Novridge started on the seventh of February twenty twelve. So that's how long ago this was that he started. And technically, his first few videos were what were they? Let's. Let's put these in order. We're obviously not prepared for this uh, podcast. We never are. So seven years ago, seven years ago, you only had about two to uh, two to five videos for his yep. first year on YouTube. Now we can't tell how well they did back then, but we know that his first video is at about three hundred fifty k. His second mm-hmm. video is at one point one million. So obviously, there's something special about that video. And then his next video after that was 183k. It seems a bit weird. And then his next video after that was two point. Well, is now 2.1 million. So obviously, some of his some of his footage was very well put together, spread out. Well, no, I, I'm oh I'm right, yes, how, right. Yeah, it was spread out. It was virality of it. Yeah, ex- the the expected viralness of his videos 
some of them didn't do so well and a lot of them did so it seems like he started to learn off that and started to keep things more consistent did you know that possibly i think five years ago is when he i think started working alongside airsoft megastore Oh, I don't remember this. I he was really actually, I'm not sure if he was under the payroll of Megastore, but I think Megastore realized his potential on YouTube. And when it comes to their, uh, their newsletters, his YouTube videos were on their newsletters. And because Megastore was actually very popular that many years ago, maybe six, uh, six years ago, that um, it sent to loads of people around the world and it all directed... Um, their attention to Novrich. I feel like that's potentially where it started you, and then took off from there. Do you think that's how it boosted him? I feel like it did. Do you think like that's what did. boosted him initially? Oh, very much so. I think that's what boosted him. Because one thing one thing I found interesting is that uh, there was another... Not It wasn't really a business. It was more of a... No, technically it was a business. It was an advertising business called S of Squared. Now, this oh. was supposed to be a social networking, social media thing. It didn't really work very well with that. But the one thing that this, uh, that S of Squared had before it just lost its place in social media was the fact that it owns, I think it still does, it owns the Facebook page for Airsoft. It owns the Airsoft Interest Facebook page oh, as a business, cool. which um, has... Uh, Go on. Millions. It has millions of uh, of likes and follows from people who have put airsoft as an interest in on their Facebook profiles, and they've been they they used to. I don't know if they do now because I haven't really noticed. And the only reason I know this is because I was one of the editors for Airsoft Squared before I decided to leave and you know be part oh. of uh, awkward. the Awkward News Blog. Uh, <laughs> well, the awkwardness was that. <laughs> They, they had a blog. SO Squared had a blog and they wanted to be better. They they wanted to be a big blog. And of it just course. wasn't working because the only influence that SO Squared had was the fact that it owned the Facebook page. It owned the SOF Facebook page. So I thought, no, you know what? I'm, I don't want to be a shadow in all of this, which is basically lucky marketing. Mm-hmm. to be owning this page. And I thought, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna do something else. I'm gonna move on to something else. And the S of the Milton Newsbook was there and they said, Yep, I'd like to, you know, do some reviews for you and stuff. I started with GHKG five and blah blah and it carried on from there. But yeah, I don't I don't remember S of Squared ever really posting Novich's video that often. They did hmm. it once or twice, but there was no agreement. There was no obviously there was no allegiance there was no communications between the two otherwise i would have known about it of and, course um no i just find it interesting because uh if s megastore had the same reach if not relative reach then that would have definitely helped him boost his his demographic but that's the thing right s of megastore was incredibly popular up on youtube that many years ago mainly because they had um um a gun bunny um on their payroll and because we're just a bunch of um, drooling simps in the background watching videos on YouTube. Are you calling Airsoft as weebs? Do you not think we were and still continue to be? Uh, and oh, yeah, fact, you know what? I can speak for myself. You know what? Whatever. Yeah. You Fine. Know what? yeah. I'll yeah, just yeah, speak yeah. for myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. No, 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 I don't want to. Was... I don't want to be the the nail that sticks out because it always ends up being hammered down. So yeah, yeah, I agree with you. They went to a position <laughs> where they brought a girl on just to make their channel popular. You know, it's it's 
it's a business practice is what they did. And Actually, I um, think I remember this girl. Yeah, I don't remember the name, but there was a somebody she worked alongside with and she would just comment with him and then Thor came along and Thor was awesome. Do you remember Thor? No. I'm, you see, I'm to these the girl, are to like airsoft YouTubers <laughs> old that I've looked up to for the longest time as a reviewer. I'm sorry. Uh, the only person I ever looked up to when it came to airsoft videos was Arclite. Ah, uh, okay. No, I understand. Matt, so, sorry. Yep. Matt, Matt was awesome. <laughs> but, um, let's, uh, but yeah, their, their, their reach was pretty damn good because I remember trying to keep tabs on how many views we were getting in comparison to Megastore, GI, and Evec. There was uh, a com competition there. And yeah. I know they gained a lot of traction and I'm sure their newsletter had a large outreach for the US and um, they and that's how a lot of their um, subscribers managed to find Novi Boy. And Novi I Boy. think from that point, uh, his... Um, his uh, YouTube channel shot up and eventually um, he started working on the upgrades for his uh, sniper rifles and he uh, I think I feel like that's where he possibly started his business okay oh my god this now, is such this a long is, pause okay I should continue 2013, talking <laughs> 2014 no 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 I'm, I'm trying to think so when was this this was 2014 2015 Possibly. He started working with a lot of um, Taiwanese, um, uh, Asian companies uh, that actually sell uh, sell these parts for much cheaper. Um, he puts it together and then you start having your like, I think he started doing these kits that it, they were they were all put together and all you needed to do was place them in inside your sniper rifle and it's just a fantastic drop-in set for you. Obviously, there's a price tag associated to it because he was the one doing all the testing and putting together and he, he found... I think he found like the perfect combination, something that I'm sure a lot of people wanted to do and actually had done, but not really put it into a package because they wanted to sell parts individually. He was the first one that actually put it all together as a package for the, for the users, for the mass. Um, and then after that, he started working on the actual sniper rifle. Um, was something that actually a lot of people took into consideration. They liked, they actually loved the idea. I remember interviewing people about this. They loved the idea that there was a sniper rifle for them to keep put their hands on right out of a box that they don't ever have to tune. And this is about the same time that he was only, for a very, very brief stint, he was a brand ambassador for Red Wolf Airsoft. And then, um, and then he moved on. Yeah, and then he moved on, and um, he created his BBs, and and since then he's always been trying to come up with ideas on how to push the boundaries on making sure that whatever product he sells is the best that is currently out there, where you don't have to do any tuning whatsoever. So I think his sniper rifles were probably one of the top tiers. You have to start somewhere, and they were they were right up there. Surely they had a price tag, but these are for people that just want to buy something straight away, and they do not want to put any effort into doing their upgrades. Um, after the sniper rifle, there was the silenced pistol, basically um, taking the, what was it, the Mark 23, and then um, making sure that every issue about the Mark 23 was fixed, which was probably the magazine most of the time. 
and then selling that, putting um, night sites on them and keeping it somewhat affordable. And then he feel like he wanted to challenge himself. He went to a different kind of pistol, more of like a competition shooting pistol with the uh, 2011s. And he made a kit, like a sort of carbine kit as, as well, um, that we, he, which he put into his, into his own style that he made specifically for the Mark 23, which honestly I feel actually looks okay. I would give it about a 6 out of 10 in terms of the looks for that kit. Um, and then he decided to develop it further by recently, uh, I know I'm possibly skipping a few stages here, but he recently came out with a new Glock. Did you not know this? Is it a Glock though? It is a Glock. It is the SSP-18 full auto. So it's an 18C. It's definitely a Glock. Okay. Well, you could you could assume it has that uh, same... Saint Arms International style polymer, or even a polymer eighty style uh, lower. Yeah, with a few lightning cuts on the slide. Yeah, the way that he went for it was like how KJ works. No, 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 wrong brand. We started working on their custom, like G series, right? They they created their own lightning cuts and whatnot, and that's something that he wanted to do as well. Instead of just a, having a simple, boring Glock. He wanted to spice it up a little bit, and he created the lightning cuts, and um, the, the grooves and the the stippling was slightly different on the frame, and that is his newest venture. I feel like he really, really wanted to challenge himself because in full auto 18C, even from Marui, it's 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 never been done perfectly. It's a pistol that has never been done perfectly, and I don't know about this one just yet. Um, I've never handled it. I am me. I am hoping maybe that he has broken the broken 18C mold, and that actually came up with a fix. But we don't know. I'm shrugging right now. Not sure. Not sure what to think. And that's that's a, a brief history on the Novrich product making. And that kind of covers the part of the question I tried to avoid on. What is he innovated product-wise? Because you've just mentioned how he's gone through accessorizing sniper rifles to creating great SF replicas of sniper rifles where the modifications are already in place, so the players don't have to worry about it. Mm. And then moving on to multiple different things like the conversion kits for the Mark 23 and yeah, skipping a few things, as you said. Maybe the BBs will skip. I, I don't know if the BBs actually did much. Um, maybe just the marketing's died down for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, and it's led to um, the SSP-18, uh, which is pretty cool. Um, it does look like, some people say it looks like the KJ works, but uh, you have to actually look at it properly and look at the internals to actually realize what's different. Obviously, the, the lower is very different. It I... may have the same yeah. same shadow proportions, but there are, there are very specific things that the Novridge brand has changed for this mm -hmm. product i think what he has done for this one is um because i'm gonna have to say it i don't think he could have done the 2011 to the best of its ability um he actually made an effort this time to come up with his own designs in terms of like there are some that designs that you can't change like lightning cuts will always 
um, grooves and serrations will always be used in no matter what pistol that you make. So he's taken certain aspects from what he sees and he's put it into his own design. And that's something that is actually better for the actual pistol than um, what, he had pos- what he had done for the uh, 2011 series, which was take different parts of four or five different pistols and then splicing it together to make it look different. When in fact, this one, I feel this one is actually the way to go. And considering he used KJ Works um, as the base for his um, SSP-1 pistol, I forgot the name. Yeah, um, yeah that's definitely yeah. a KPO-8. Yeah, it's K- um, yeah. KPO-8, KPO-6, KPO-3, put it together. And then, um, and then... Uh, I don't. I don't see why he wouldn't use a different brand in terms of, um, um, in terms of what is the word that I'm trying as an OEM. That's the one. To be, let me stop you there. I don't think KJ Works is a bad brand to start off with. Oh, I never said that they were making your own. No, but sorry, I'm I'm thinking about what other people may be thinking whilst listening to this. Okay, people see KJ Works in different lights, and mm. I. My opinion is that there are many products that KJ Works have made that work really well. And there are many products that KJ Works have made that don't work very well. The 1022! Basically... <laughs> Wait, don't or do well? Do, well. do. The do. 1022 is one of the best. You said that after I said they don't. And it no, I wanted me. to interject, but, you know, okay, cool. I did it at the wrong time. Sorry. So, so you need to realize that considering Novich may or may not have comms with the factories that do KJ Works' products, it makes sense to go with what you know, and he knows KJ Works. So obviously mm-hmm. his products are going to look a lot like KJ Works, which a lot of people are going to say, uh, I may as well just buy KJ Works. But you need to realize that considering what he's done with the SSG-10, which is based on the Tokyo Maru systems, He's doing the same with KJ Works pistols. He's going through, oh, this is what it is. Okay, fine. We'll change this. This The SSP-1 looks like he's literally just looked in the mirror and gone, mm, I'm going to put makeup on this. Mm. Um, but the SSP-18, as he said, although it looks like the KP-13, there are a lot of small changes. And you'll probably see the same with comparing two bigger brands. You could compare KJ Works and WE, and the pistols will look similar depending mm-hmm. on which model you look at. And it's going to be the same here. You can't, he's not going to create like a high power browning with modern looks because that's going to be over the top and difficult for such a small team. Yeah. But going through a product that already exists and then working off that to try and make it better, I think he's doing the right thing. And although even I sometimes mock what he's done and stuff like that, it's, it's only because that is how, and to be honest, it's helping his marketing. It's mm. allowing him, you know, there's no such, yeah, there, there are benefactors in whether it's good marketing or bad marketing, but either way, it's marketing. He's sure. getting his name out there. He's getting the brand out there and it's going to make people want to buy it. People will buy it because they think it's shit. People will buy it because they think it's good. It's still going to create sales and he's going to be able to work off his feedback from these people and make better products over time. Yeah. Now, the question is whether he does that. And I think he will. I think he actually will. Because he seems like the kind of person, especially with his brand, he wants to help others. No matter how expensive his products get, he is making these for airsofters, not for himself. Exactly. I mean, he just, I think the the idea of it, he just wants to make 
the best pot quality. Oh gosh, he made an AR. How could I completely forget about yeah, that? He's, he's made he made another 15. M4. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. you say another M4. It's his first. No, it's literally just another AG. M4 because there's so many AG M4s out there. So True. it is another. All over it, it, so. is, it is his M4, but it's literally it's just another one. Y- I haven't even put my hands on that one just yet. So uh, I, I wish I knew how well these performed. But um, yeah, we'll, we'll just have to see. Um, when it comes to this 18C, um, he says it's an 18, right? Put the 18 there. But he doesn't want to put the C name there. It's a full auto Glock that is accurate to the single, uh, the semi-auto, uh, semi uh, accurate to about 30 meters. But so is like every, so is like TM and... Possibly the question VFC. is consistency. Is mm-hmm. the question is reliability of that? Um, everything can reach about. I think you can get a gin dent. No, that's that's a lie. I'm not going to put my name on that. <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> you can get a Springer to go that far if you, you know, get the mm-hmm. right one. Um, it's just the re- it's the reliability and the consistency. And this is coming from a practical shooting standpoint. If you can hit something 30 meters away consistently, fair dues. If you can get a tight grouping, great. But if you can hit 30 meters away every 10 shots, I'm sorry, it's it's not 30 meters. That is not an effective range. Yeah. Um, so, yes, most pistols, in fact, a lot of pistols can reach that. But how often and for how long is the question? Mm. Do you know how I know it's KJ Works, though? Uh, do you want me to tell you how I know it's KJ Works? Oh, in fact, please give me your side. How do you know it's KJ Works? I've had people tell me it's KJ Works, well, and I've looked at it and thought, hmm, that looks like a KJ Works pistol again, yeah. which yeah. I was really hoping it didn't, but that is just part of the whole uh, spice of looking at Novridge products these days. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't put too much um, effort into looking at it um, from the video, I just saw the magazine and it was a CO2 mag. And I was just like, KJ Works is the only brand out there, I feel, right now that does CO2 mag. I'm not sure if VFC does. Uh, WE do them. WE do them as well. When was the last time that WE sold a CO2 magazine? I haven't seen. Oh, that is a good question. Yeah, I Um, think uh, KJ Works is. Yeah, with the KP 13s, um, they've been going crazy with CO2 magazines for the longest time either that or kwc but it's definitely kj and it's not the wrong way to go because parts for kj are you know very very affordable and you could put a lot of tm parts in there Mm -hmm. so he 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 made the right move he went to the same company i don't see why not he's he's already built a relationship with them and so long as we keep on saying kj works we're giving them like we're, it's, we're it's giving like, them name we're giving them it's like, like advertising it's like talking to well, it's like talking to asg and asking them what the oem is they're, they're gonna brush it off because it's not the point it's not the point it's mm-hmm. it's the product itself it doesn't matter where it came from mm-hmm. things will have changed things will be different yep it, it, it could be tm oem it see it this way um someone fiddles with a tm gun what happens to it well it's just gonna lose its magic isn't it it breaks, yeah. 
You fiddle with anything, it breaks. Now, if you fiddle with something right... This well, sounds wrong. I'm saying fiddle a lot. I know, um, I know. If, if you fiddle if you with fiddle anything, with it, it breaks. Right well, way, are you it will sure? Do, it will do a pretty good job. Uh, <laughs> but but you see where I'm coming from here. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's about what you've got in your hands, not hmm. where it came from, because things will happen from, from then on. It's like you see Umarex products and you see that the OEM is VFC. It's like the new SIG Air, the Pro Force SIG stuff. That is technically VFC OEM. However, it's SIG Pro Force. You, you, can't, you can't say, oh, VFC have done a bad job on this. No, because it could be that SIG Pro Force have decided mm-hmm. that the OEM needs to do these changes for it to be SIG Pro Force. And you don't see that. Same comes for MSG. The same goes for many other uh, different brands that, like Nupral. Nupral have um, they have three different brands of airsoft pistols, which is really interesting. They have the EU series, which is basically what WE was. Um, they have the uh, Raven series, which is I think is the more economical version or their first own brand going away from WE as much as possible. Mm-hmm. And then you've got the Vorsk pistols, which are really they're, they're they're coming along to what Armour Works is, which yes. is pretty high quality pistols with a very economical price. Now, obviously, yeah. they'll break. Everything breaks unless you've got S of Masterpiece uh, externals in and mostly steel internals. Things are going to break. Even even those break. You see aluminium nozzles and high cappers; they break. Oh yeah. Um, I've seen three break from the same person because they've been used so much. So you need to see it at that perspective. It's about what's in your hand, not where it came from, because things may have changed since then. Um, but yeah, let's let's change this round. Let, let's see. Let's say you are in another universe, and you are Novrich in his young years, and you decide to create a brand, Tim uh, Pornstash. Oh dear. Uh, Customs or something. I don't know. Great. Thank uh, you. Yeah. That's going to go down well. Yeah. To be honest, it's a better name in than immigration a uh, and uh, imports. And <laughs> made their names. Yeah, Porn Stash Limited. <laughs> Bring you toys of many kinds. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's going to go yeah, down let's, so let's well. Say, let's say you've just you, you've got a following. Let's say you've mm-hmm. got a really nice following of maybe five mil, six million. Maybe it's just on Twitter. It doesn't have to be YouTube. Sure. And uh, you've been airsofting as long as you have now. So let's say it's now. And you want to start creating your own brand. You want sure. to start creating your own product. Where would you start? How would you start off? Well, uh, thankfully, I have uh, built a relationship with many companies in my time um, over at Red Wolf and here and there. Um, it would be down, first of all, it would be down to the idea of what I would be creating. Um, I always like different kinds of products. Oh right? god, so, it's a P90, isn't it? Oh my gosh. Stop oh, reading no, my mind. No, you, no. You wanna, it's not you that. Want a P90. It's not it's not just creating the same thing that's been done over and over again. I'd like to work on things that would possibly be different. And um Okay. I I haven't actually put too much effort into maybe if there was an episode where we talk about a company that we would start if we had the money to. We but, can do um, an episode. We could do a yeah. standalone episode where we talk about hypotheticals of making yeah. our own airsoft company. We, yeah. can, we can do that next week. Yeah, let's let's do that next week. Um, so cool. we can actually continue with um, the actual main topic at hand here. How to fail at airsoft, that's what yeah. we're going to call it. Follow us. Um, <laughs> but I'm actually on his website right now, and I'm looking at the SSP-18, and it's 145 euros. 
for Just cheap. That is really cheap, right? Compare it to a Caesar Shadow 2. Compare it to a lot of new guns that are already out and have that, you know, specialness to them. That is cheap. Why can't I see the other side of the pistol? That's the problem. <laughs> Dark side of the moon. You cannot see this until you buy it. I want to see the selector, <laughs> but I probably could see that in the video. You okay. probably could see it in the video. So right off the bat, what I see from the image itself. Um, first off, I'm going to describe the things that I do like. All right. It would be the flat trigger and the comp. Um, that's it. Here's a good question. How can you see if the comp is? It looks like it's detachable with an inner. Thread. I think it's um, it's uh, it's probably detachable, and you could probably put a fourteen uh, anything with a fourteen millimeter CCW thread to that uh, comp, so you could add some kind of mock suppressor or tracer unit. Yeah, yeah, that makes so sense. The only things that I would like that I like is the flat trigger. Now that I'm, you know what? It's got um a fluted, a spiral fluted uh outer barrel from what I see here yep yes it is um, that's that's okay but um, well then you've confirmed <laughs> yes I've confirmed I'm, yeah, it I'm looking, a barrel. I can I can see so um, actually you know what I changed my mind um, the problem with a lot of and also I don't know about the weight of the slide and I don't know um, it also depends on the weight of whatever you attach the comp because um, that could uh, put a pressure on the uh, the barrel, uh, the outer barrel itself, which would make, say, recoil a little bit lackluster. It would grind against the top of a fluted barrel. So I would have to see it in person to see how it actually all fit, uh, works out. Um, I like the fact that it's KJ. Okay, so like the base form, I like the fact that it's KJ, um, meaning the aftermarket parts is easily um, attainable. I like the flat trigger, uh, so you don't really have to do much there even though the flat trigger seems like i've seen that kind of brand before um maybe uh, a little bit okay on the night sights i can't see the rear sight just yet i want to know if those dots are uh, good looking um the grip i've seen um before though the difference on this particular portion of the grip is that he's done something for the finger slash thumb placement um above the trigger guard uh, that's something that I've actually seen on other brands as well, but he's literally just put... Sounds like, would, you, would you say that's very agency arms? It's very agency to put that there. Yeah, exactly. I think he might have um, put a slight curve at the back base portion of the trigger guard, just so you could ride your middle finger <laughs> up, up into the pistol a little bit higher. Um, the... The slide itself, when it comes to the serrations and the cuts, very simple. He doesn't need to go crazy. Um, he's just creating a pistol, right? He just he, yeah. he's got a window so you can see the fluted barrel, just um, just to reduce a little bit of weight. But it's a CO2 pistol, so it's it's just going to slam that slide back. Um, what I do not like. In fact, okay, I don't mind that it comes in. Like I like the idea that it comes in gray. I mean, I like the gray. Uh, the green and the tan seems very, you know, um, decade ago. Uh, the black is fine. Uh, in fact, the, the tan is, gonna, is coming back because of the 18, uh, the 19X, right? So uh, he's thrown, he slapped his brand on the grip, 
where the G would be. Um, I I mean, I think WE has done that. I'm not sure if KJ Works have done that. But he's thrown that Novrich right there. It's got a serial number. It's got the SSP18 in bright. But your hand is possibly covering that anyway. Yep, the hand is possibly covering that anyway, even though he hasn't done that with the... He's holding it with the left hand. Um, one thing I would like to see from this is the other side. That's the only thing that I'm... <laughs> that I'm really annoyed teased. by this. You've yeah. been teased. I, I've had a look at the website as well, and um, I don't see the left-hand side of it. I, nope. I don't see... It's like, the left-hand side does not exist. Sided. It's like the legs it of PewDiePie, or it's like the... It's, <laughs> PewDiePie's legs. <laughs> legs just don't exist. There's just some things that don't exist. Yeah, it's it's very odd to see that on their website. You'd think they'd have uh, taken multiple angles. Um, it's, it's funny though because in the videos you do see the other side. So this is not this is not a trick. This is no uh, conspiracy. Ah. It's just the fact that their website has uh, not got any pictures of that side of the pistol. Yeah, and I see so, uh, at the video at the amusing. bottom. There's um, they he's actually created. I think he's created a slide where you could put a reflex sight on top of it. But I feel like a, a reflex sight on an 18C is kind of pointless, to be honest. Um, only because of how, much, of how much is going to rattle. And if it's CO2 shooting a, uh, 18C, then it's... You're, you I don't know. I, th I think it's going to be a perfect testing platform for, for testing optics, to it be honest. It could. If it's going to rattle enough, it's a perfect testing platform for me testing Vortex, Shield, and Ooh, yes. I would be. I would like to try these different kind of brands on this particular pistol. Um, if they if they work on real pistols, which Vertex and all these other brands do, for a CO2 airsoft pistol, shouldn't be a problem. So I'm actually wondering about that uh, reflex sight that he's got on there. Probably, um, probably some Asian brand. So uh, it's it's not going Why to stay zero for too long. Sorry, I'm. I've kind if of, you look uh, down uh, halfway and then it says my new <laughs> look pistol down halfway halfway I'm looking at your crotch Tim this is not a good thing we're not together <laughs> right now Arius we're not together I you're know. not standing I, next I, to me one can wish one can wish one can wish yeah but, I can see it yeah it's yeah. in his mind it's got a reflex sight right there yeah I think it's just the Bob standard reflex sight I don't think yeah it's probably so um the fact that it's KJ works the you have to remove the slide to get to the hop I think this is, it's it's pretty standard looking. And the fact that it's 145 euros for a pistol, uh, a, a Glock that is actually probably one of the more commonly used pistols in Airsoft, this could, this could um, do really well until could, KJ oh, Works um, comes out with their so pistol. So if, if you scroll down more than halfway down the page, you'll find a very nice picture of the left-hand side. <laughs> the tease it's there but yeah they, yeah there's a picture there is ah, a picture there's too. one there's another there's photo of him picture. and his colleague and it's also got um i think a window at the top yeah it does as yeah. lightning cuts, the lightning all cuts. Around, so. yeah i see it ah the six, okay the nine o'clock the 12 o'clock and the three o'clock you see um i don't my i'm not the biggest fan of the grip um, I wish he sort of did a mold of a stipple rather than the uh, golf ball style. Um, no, I kind of like it. Do I, you? I, I want to interject it. I, I kind of like it. I don't like rough stippling. I think this nice, 
I think it's nice to be honest. It has that it has oh. that level of simpleness to it. it. It's not over the top. It's not the um, what, what was the issue we had with the Pure Nine? The grip was so aggressive. It was basically was it the spaghetti grip? Was it? Oh, it was the ramen grip. grip? The ramen grip. Yes. Oh, whatever you want to call it. Just get a pasta of some sort and yeah. uh, apply it. But yeah, it was that abrasive, and he just thought, ooh, ah, mm. Mm, get some sandpaper yeah. to that and make it a bit easier on me. But um, no, I think the grips oh, are so... That's what the other side looks like, yeah. yeah. That's a nice photo. Well... Yeah. If um, I were to start a business, though, I'm not sure... No, I actually do know. You know what? I do know, and this is based on my practical shooting side. Nobody makes a pistol complete branded, complete manu like OEM to them. And I, mm -hmm. and I mean OEM being ASG, not KJ, for example, or, you know, SIG Pro Force, not VFC. So out of the box kind of OEM. That's mm -hmm. what I mean. Um, I would start looking at creating pistols that look pretty much exactly to what would be in production real life and make training guns that are reliable, consistent. They use steel parts or, you know, they're, they're created in such a way that the engineering behind it allows the pistol to run as well, if not better than a TM high capper at mm. its out of the box concession. So yeah. I would probably go to, hmm, who would I go to? Now that's a good question. Who would I go to? And I'd go to a manufacturer who already has a large array or lineup of all these different kinds of pistols. Mm. Now, who would that be? Hmm. hmm. Who could that be? Well, um, it, it also depends on your standing with them, right? Um, true. Very do they, true. They, 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 if you're an ass, they don't want to work with you. But if you know, if you're a good businessman and you know what you're doing, they probably wouldn't mind you altering their products left and right. You know, being able to speak Taiwanese is definitely a big thing there. Yeah, it could. <laughs> but uh, thankfully, about uh, with, when it comes to being in Taiwan, a lot of people speak English too, so that works. True. Very true. You know, I'm actually I'm looking at more of his products as well, and I'm looking at his SSR 15, 550 euros for something that already has a gate titan in there is is not bad, is it? But still on the a little bit of expensive you side. Ask, you need to ask about what what you're getting and how reliable it is again. Yeah. But then you could buy VFC for what just under 500 quid. Yeah, their new really VFC, nice right? VFC uh, with yeah. their Virgo system, that is on par with it. Um, yeah, there, there might be different cost differences depending on what region you're in, but they're mm -hmm. the same. They're, they're similarly priced. Actually, do you know what I would do? You know how um, we were talking about this last week, and I think Patrick said something along the lines of there are waves in terms of uh, what products come through, and then there are return of older products that come through in terms of Brand, uh, brands and style, you know, it, it, it's just, they come back. There's, um, it, it just happens. It's something that just happens all the time. Um, like I yeah. said, a lot of HPA products are coming up, um, up these days because they've modified their system to make it so much more simple. So if I were to create another M4, I would redo the AEG and create a system that uses much, much less moving parts. Sure, the idea behind the system is going to be more proprietary, but you know how 
the HPA is just like air in a piston. So, so what you want to do is make a version Tim gearbox. A version Tim gearbox. That is that reduces the amount of um, parts that could potentially break, and already have high quality internals in it already. To be honest, so, if you have a powerful enough motor, you could probably just run it with one sector gear, and you're done. If I, I, I don't think that works, but uh, <laughs> if you wanted to have less moving parts. Well, you should just have the sector gear. That's right. I think you you need to rework a system because uh, high pressure air is is working more consistently these days than AEGs. So if maybe in five years time somebody will come up with a, a system for an AEG that uh, that could outdo an HPA, and maybe somebody could do something for gas which would outdo so what, HPA in AEGs. What part AGs. of an HPA system do you want to outdo? Oh, the simplicity behind it. Okay, you know how like uh, th what people use these days is is they still use a hose for theirs. They don't just use a CO two capsule; they use a hose. I want to try to negate the whole aspect of the hose and the tank. This this is starting to sound like a a Sylvester Sloan or Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. There are hose and there are <laughs> tanks. Oh, okay. It's like what is this? A razor? Is this commando? A demolition man? Yeah, any more that you yet? want to suggest? Um, not off the top of my head. I'm sure yeah. there's more. Uh, kindergarten cop. Yeah. Um, uh, twins. Yeah. Uh, uh, what's the one where he's pregnant? <laughs> that wait, twins is uh, where's the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie where he was pregnant? Arnold yeah. Schwarzenegger. Movie. Oh no, you're searching it. Oh, Craig. No, that's cheating. cheating. You are a cheater. No, I'm not the cheater. You're cheating. Stop it. Junior. Was it junior? It's okay, called it junior. junior. Yeah. Yeah. So um And I Danny yeah, DeVito is that. also in it. <laughs> it's a, yeah, Danny DeVito is in both. Yeah, it's a both. Twins. Mm -hmm. but yeah, one thing we haven't talked about is his um oh god, do I have to say this? Go on. His Mm -hmm. Is full mm -hmm. thrust BBs. Um, he experimented with something, and there was a hype with it, but unfortunately, I think the hype has subsided, and it's gone back to using zero point, uh, just using sixes. No, it's not one of my six mm BBs. I mean, his sniper rifles, people would pro probably still... I don't know what the sniper rifle game is. I'm not. I'm sure there's like a separate Facebook page for sniper rifle, sniper rifle users. And maybe, maybe they keep on using the, the full thrust. But I'm not into a sure... <laughs> they, they're, uh, it's probably the full thrusters up on Facebook. Somebody oh, search no. that. Oh, I'm not searching that. You're not Please searching do. that. Nobody is searching that, okay? Full, do not search full thrusters. Full thrusters. Oh, yeah, what, what comes out? Nothing. Please nothing be jet comes planes. Up. Please be jet planes. No. Ah, actually. Oh, nope. Nothing. Nothing about full thrusting. Panda talking no, games. No, that's about it. Saving it into your special. KB thruster okay. full. When it comes to fitness, uh, that's CrossFit. Right. Um, that's about it. Um, he. I think he likes to. Um. Um, I think he likes to work his business in a certain way and he tries to do these things. But how about you? How would I do it? Yeah. Um, so I, I briefly mentioned um, the practical shooting side and I said that I'd look at um, doing pistols 
Um, and probably rifles. I'm probably looking to gas only, so I'd probably go into gas, pistols, and gas, which is probably shooting myself in the foot because there's no way I can make a reliable... Well, it's going to be superiorly difficult. Yeah, that's that's a new phrase. Superiorly difficult superiorly for me to create a, a product that runs off gas reliably. Now, TM, high kappa, that works. So um, who would I work with? Now... I'd love to work with Token Maruri because uh, all I'd have to do is take their products, change the external slightly, make it work as if it's S the masterpiece, and I'm there. Um, but I think it would be VFC. I think I'd start working with VFC more than anyone else. Mm -hmm. And it's probably my love for H and K more than anything. I see. I think I'd, I'd start working on the VP9 and trying to make it more reliable. Now, this uh -oh. would probably be internal slide cuts where you can't really see them because obviously I want to keep it true to its original look. I don't want to change the look. I just want to make it more reliable and then have it out of the box so you could use it for practical shooting without having to buy parts and do different changes. Mm -hmm. So for me, I think that's what I'd work on. And it'll probably be difficult for me to, because people like the looks of things. People like the way, you know, you look at, Let's say you look at the SSP 18 and you sure. think, yeah, I like that. That that reminds me of Age of Sea Arms. It reminds me of um, Saint Arms. It has a little bit of this, a little bit of that. I like that. You know, you'll find different, everyone will find different parts they like and they'll probably go, yeah, I'll buy it. But if I stick to something that looks the same, they'll be, oh, this is a hundred pounds more expensive. Why do I want this? I'll just get the VFC VP9. I'm thinking, oh, I've just shot myself in the foot. But, but if I could make mine more twice as reliable if not three times as reliable in the cold in you know when it's dirty or anything like that and i prove it mm -hmm. maybe it'll be worth the extra hundred pounds maybe i'll be able to make the money from that that's something uh, that he tried to do with the full thrust too is prove something <laughs> so you can prove, yeah, yeah i think the full thrust was a bit much i okay. think it was thrusting too hard there for oh, that dear. product yeah um creating a different diameter bb is a bit much is the eight mil was there and that's dying out six mils there it's staying the six point what was it four two three point two six point two three wow that is specific no i'm sorry six point two eight or six point two three i have to I don't know i'm gonna look at I all products care. on his website right I don't now think anyone cares ammunition I think it's a on niche his amount of people who go full thrust with their guns mm. um do you want but to say yeah, that again? Uh, and I'd probably move on from the VP9 and do maybe 1911. Oh, sorry, um, 6.44. My mistake. 6.44. So, mm -hmm. yeah. 6.44. He does gas, too. He does his oh, own gas. He sells, he sells it from another brand. Uh, Nimrod Tactical. Nimrod. Just, on his web, uh, just on his website. That's cool. But yeah, but yeah, that's okay. how I do it. All right, that, that's how I do it. I probably do shotguns too. Um, although that's probably a minefield in its own, because anyone I've ever talked to about gas shotguns will go, "Don't go there. If it works, leave it. If it doesn't work, scrap it. There's mm. no point trying to fix it." Uh, and I believe them, considering I've tried. Um, but yeah, uh, shotguns. That would probably be my ultimatum. You know how Novrich is going into AEGs. I, I think he's gone from hardest to easiest, to be honest. Um, but yeah, AG's... He wants to create it. the best of everything out there. 
Which is understandable. Well, look at his academy. Look hmm? at his academy on his website. He has how to start airsoft. He has jump starts for his products. He has yeah. a video course. Now, actually, he just wants no, airsofters to be the best they can be. Whether oh, it's have the to product buy. that they have. Yeah. Oh, that's clever. You have to buy into the video course. Interesting. Oh, interesting. That is a paid service on his website. Video mm. creation guide, all run cam scope, cam lights, and video creation course. How much is this course worth? Ooh, 67 yes. euros. Is that all right? I don't know. It depends what's in it. Uh, so he talks about the basic rundown of recording yourself, editing, and creating your own overlays. What does it include? Oh, it includes an overlay library. Okay. So yeah, I think... I think uh, I think it's legit. I think 67 euros makes sense because uh, see it this way. Let's compare the 67 euros. You're getting uh, what are you getting? Let me just double check. You're getting topics covered for general editing specific to scope cams. You are getting the basic rundown of the gear. You're getting oh overlay libraries. You're getting oh that's it. So um, for 67 euros, that's not bad considering. For 67 euros, I'd be paying for a complete theme of a website. For 67 euros, I'd be paying for three logo stings or an entire broadcasting package for news or for, you know, um, corporate stuff. So that's 67 euros. So the fact that he's giving these videos and all these tips and on top of that, an overlay library, that's not bad. In fact, his overlay library looks like it's his own. Mm -hmm. So he's probably just syndicating his own library sure. for this. But to be honest, why not? You can just look at his videos and that's proof of, you know, the overlays working. His, his viewership, proof of viewership, I find it hard to kind of like sell. People sell their marketing based on their success and mm -hmm. the success has too many other factors for you to really gauge it. Yeah. So if someone says, "Oh, I'm I'm super successful. I have three million views on my YouTube," and you think, "Is it because of that? Is it because of other outlying factors that you're not talking about? Like uh, maybe you were lucky and someone reposted you, mm -hmm. or um, see it my way. I I have I have something like two hundred eighty thousand views on my on my YouTube, and yet my average." YouTube video makes about 100 to 200 views. And this is my private one, not the news blogs. And mm. uh, people are wondering, how, how have you got 280,000 views? Uh, most, of, most of your videos don't make that much. And I said, well, there's this one video of me playing Unreal Tournament 3 that has 275,000 <laughs> views and rising. And guess where that's coming from? An external website. And it's probably a website that pirated the game and is providing it online for free under pirate bay or something oh. and they've got my video as like an ad for the game that's hilarious and that's it and that's and how you're not getting any money out of this uh am i i think i made like 10 quid um <laughs> not much but you know it's something after four years of having that video online 10 quid something that's nothing uh, <laughs> count around counter down taxes and stuff like that yeah, yeah i probably paid for a mcdonald's um but yeah that that, that that is a far-fetched version of what i'm talking about uh when someone talks about you know their demographics and they account it for one thing i get very skeptical i see um but yeah 
um, the this creation thing, uh, I think it's quite cool. The only issue is this academy seems to be focused on Premiere Pro, mm-hmm. and you got to pay for Premiere Pro, and it's a monthly thing these days. Ah, so, so you have to pay uh, more into it. Obviously, yeah. This is just the this is just the course. This is not going to start you up. This is not sixty seven euros, and that's it. You mm-hmm. don't need to pay any more to be able to do your own thing. There's a lot more work behind it. Sure, and he probably goes through it. He probably Most goes likely. through that. So um, that being said, his uh, the way that he goes about doing or uh, procuring. Uh, can I even speak English at the moment? Let, let's Are rephrase this. Acquisition, acquisitioning. Is and it's hard, right? You even you had to say it twice. Shut up! I was trying to just change the words to what I wanted to say. Procuring <laughs> is what I wanted procuring. to say. So okay, yep. he, let me rephrase this. Casting. What are you, he, who, what are you this about? is not some casting video. No, um, he creates top tier products from what he feels or uh, feels the airsofters need. Right. Um, unfortunately, um, his business practice and how he goes about doing it, not many people are a huge fan of. That being said, he still gets cheaper, affordable, high-end-ish products out there. So he's like this newcomer that's trying to push the boundaries with all these other brands out there. So Tokyo Marui, like like um is is has been doing this for the longest time and then he's just this other guy that's just come in it's like how bugatti has been doing their thing for such a long time right and then now um there's another brand that just comes out of nowhere Koenigsegg, that just came out of nowhere and there's just high-end things as well so he's trying to do this high-end thing um how he goes about procuring um a lot of these items is, you know, there's a lot to, there's a lot to be said about that. Um, none of which I'll, we'll go into in this episode. Um, but after all that, now that he's done the Glock, <laughs> uh, still other things to say about the Glock. What would you like him to work on next? He does things. You, you say that he does things for airsofters, right? He goes and asks what they want. I don't think he actually well, goes to airsofters. He goes to well, other people. I, I, th- I think that's the issue. I think he doesn't check on his demographic. I don't think he gets the right feedback. Okay. He, he, I think he, he talks to a lot of people he's much closer to, like mm. uh, like uh, house gamers, maybe, um, like uh, Silo Entertainment. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? Oh, I really need to do yeah. the research. But, uh, yeah, but even th- those so. kind of people, he, he talks more closely with those people yeah and i think yeah he probably has much wider reach and goes through that and checks with other people but it doesn't show as well no. it doesn't show very easily that he is actually listening to his audience to yeah his he needs to do that thing about listening to the audience and making sure they get what they want from airsoft i feel like in airsoft we have got everything we could possibly need he's just trying to create the best versions of what is currently out there when it comes to the his play style and um his some of his demographics play style uh but instead okay instead of asking him what he could potentially do in the future what would you like to see improved that he could possibly step into to try and fix Let's let's change the question slightly. Okay. If you were hired by Christoph, mm-hmm. 
to join his team. Sure. And he wanted you to come up with something to change, something to change for the Novridge brand for the better. What would yeah. it be? What would be the strategy to improve upon the Novridge brand? Oh so, my so Christoph, God. if you're watching, uh, so watching, well, well if you're watching, listening. I'm fucking scared because my webcam's not even on. Um, if, uh, <laughs> <laughs> scary shit's going on in Austria. Um, if, if you're listening, may, maybe this is a point, maybe we, we're talking shit out of our asses and we have no idea what's going on. Uh, or maybe you're already doing what we're thinking. Um, but go on. What, what do you think, Tim, the Novridge brand should do as their next strategy to improve upon? Uh, okay. I haven't thought about, um, okay. Oh, gosh, this is so hard to say because there's so many things <laughs> that I would say. Uh, like Go I said, may, maybe, maybe for another episode. Okay, fine. But if there good. was something to further develop now, if there was something to try to do differently... Um, in terms of because he's got a much larger team now um, I think both in like I think somewhere in Asia and also um, back at home in Austria um, a lot of people are possibly working from home right now um, I'm glad that he's expanding the team but uh, tr maybe try to fix or come up with a second generation for some of these older products uh, the SSP one fix it um come up with a different uh, diff do something different with the pistol um he's already got like a scope cam he's already done the uh, ar's pistols sniper rifles he's gotten to he's gone into everything um i i'm I, surprised he hasn't know, made an org sorry he, i need to jump in there i'm surprised uh, he hasn't done an org austrian uh, not many people would rifle. get into the org to be honest no i just thought it'd be interesting Actually, you know what? I'm going to keep these ideas to myself because these are things what? that uh, these are things that I personally want to do um, in my own time if I ever do decide to start my business. Okay, cool. Yeah, so I'm going to keep it to myself. Okay. Well, I have no desire of starting my own airsoft business in regards to creating products, so I'd happily divulge what I would do, especially since these are actually specific to Lovebridge. To All right, honest. go on. Yeah. Um, so, as you said, fix the pistol. But I think he needs to prove his products. I think that's an issue. People like me who reviews products are skeptical when people just claim stuff. You know, I'm, I'm very skeptical when someone says, this is the best pistol around. It's like, how do you know this? In what circumstance? Mm -hmm. What factors involve this being the best pistol? And I, I, I want him to yeah. literally just get other brands of pistols. Or not even that. Prove the pistols through some form of competition, you know, like G&G &G do with their stuff. Um, mm -hmm. just, just go out there and start making marketing videos where you are actively testing this with other products. You're actively going to other people who are skeptical to have a go at your products. Mm -hmm. Because oh, that will eliminate a lot of the negativity behind these products. Bring a lot of skeptics together and try to prove your brand. Not just that. Do it. Do it with evidence. Don't don't just yeah, exactly, do a exactly. Stunt. Yeah, yeah, exactly. With evidence. Do it with evidence. Get get the SSP eighteen. Get a TM Glock eighteen C. Get a uh, get another KJ Works. Get get your brand of pistol, and get the exact same 
expected OEM version. So get KP13 and put it next to the SSP18 mm-hmm. and show the differences physically and then show the differences performance-wise. Yeah. Get, the K, get the KJ uh, KP08 and get the SSP1 and show the difference between the two. Mm-hmm. Get uh, whatever the SSR15 may be, maybe airsoft systems or um, maybe get a VFC or even get PTW. Get a PTW and put the SSR15 next to it. And although the PTW is going to be double the price, if the SSR15 beats it in performance and anything else, such as reliability, well, maybe not, maybe it'd be difficult to mm. prove durability and reliability in the long run. But do that, and you'll probably get a lot of people's heads turning the right way for the brand. Yeah. Start think... proving these products. Instead right. of just marketing them as what they are, prove the product. If you prove the product, people can't complain. They'll go, oh, but you haven't done this. Oh, I, I, my my modifier XTR is much better than your SSR 15. It's like, yeah. well, maybe yours is. But based on these tests and this video that we've done, it works. And it works better than what we've looked at. Exactly. So the the next step I'd like to see from him now that I think about it is probably creating an event. Um, uh, whether it, whether it be competitions <laughs> or um, like what Evic do, right? Um, find a time to show show off your brand. Create a create an event. You you have such a massive team. Your products are you know up there and well known. Your name is up there. Feel like creating games is something to look into in the future because now that you've done the Glock, you've done the AR, you've done sniper rifles, you've done the bare essentials in terms of what airsoft is used in terms of pistols, AEGs, and sniper rifles. Um, Get out of manufacturing and go events. So you think the Novich brand needs to start doing event hosting? Yeah. For marketing reasons. Why not? I mean, if, if he's if he wants to prove that he's doing these for the people, do something that the well, people can go and see and do. There was one thing I saw that happened in the UK a while ago, and it was a sniper challenge. It was mm-hmm. an S of sniper challenge, and I think that's that's one thing that'll be at home with the Novridge brand. Having yeah, that would work. A European sniper challenge where anyone would basically and they'll they'll make it more interesting they'll they'll have two man teams a sniper and a spotter um they're given a field they have to find certain um you know it depends on the stage they could have a stage where they're only allowed to be in a certain space they have a shooting area and they have to find 10 targets in a, mm-hmm. a certain amount of time and but obviously the spotter and the sniper work together to find those targets and they have to shoot them and you know, quickest time wins, and you could probably have penalties for misses. Mm-hmm. Which could be a bit difficult. Maybe maybe not have penalties for misses because you already have the time penalty for missing anyway. Sure. Um, and then have other stages where um, I don't know. You could have you can have the same similar scenario except they have to hunt a target, so they have to find oh. a target, and the target's randomized on the field, um, or they have to hide. I think one part of the sniper challenge that was in the UK was that there was a hiding segment where you had to create your own. You, you weren't allowed a. Um, you weren't allowed to use your own ghillie suit. You mm-hmm. had to start with plain clothes. It could be camouflage clothes, but it's had to be you know non ghillie attire, 
and then you use the environment to hide yourself. And mm. there was like a 30 minute limit. You had five guys who had to find you. It was no guns, no, no use of uh, replicas or anything like that. It was just a simple bushcraft hiding um, challenge. And stuff like that. I think stuff like that works. Yeah. So if I were to help out in something like that, I would create events and invite people. <laughs> it's well, I, I would hope people would come. You know, you know, you create an event. You think you have a brand. You <laughs> have a name. Mark. Please, please, Mark, come please. to John, our Jonathan. Please, please, please come to this. mom, dad, like, it, could but... you come too? <laughs> I would create events. I think that's the next way to go. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Well, he's heard it from us. Well, he hasn't. But uh, if he ever does, he's heard it from us. <laughs> we'll, I think we'll, uh, we'll attempt to send this to his... Uh, I don't think he deals with us plebs. So we'll send it to his media crew and uh, <laughs> see if he actually, if the big boss man decides to listen to our podcast. I think it'd be nice. I think yeah. it'd be a, a pleasant... He'll think we're just here to roast him, but I think we've barely roasted him at all. Or his brain, I think um, if he wants a roast audio, not just a roast video, but a roast audio, we could do that too. It will be all of five minutes. Well, that's the thing, right? Um, you see all these roasts up on YouTube. Like, like there was a whole roast about Justin Bieber. That one was pretty hilarious. I think uh, to do a roast video, um, to allow people to roast, would just... It would actually just, you would probably gain more attention even that way too. I think you would actually. Yeah. I think that'd be, that might be one of the first times he makes a video that is toxic, but in a good way mm -hmm. because it's self deprecating. Yes. I think that's one thing that's missed in Airsoft. A lot of people go, oh, Airsoft uh, only goes for headshots, cough, cough, um, or mm -hmm. worst Airsoft injury, someone falling off a seat. Somebody a got roof. shot in the nutsack. Yeah. Someone got shot in the nutsack. Um, you know, stuff like that, it, clickbaity stuff that, yep. you know, is toxic when a new player to Airsoft comes along. And yeah. he's he's not got as much of that. He does have one or two videos, but he doesn't have as many as some others do. Yeah. Uh, but doing a self-roast, that'd be interesting. Yeah. I think that'd be pretty funny. Okay. I. Uh, but yeah, uh, marketing. Yep. Change is marketing is basically what we're saying, aren't we? Events and mm -hmm. proof of... Yeah. Quality. maybe change your business practice and how you acquire ideas and then that's it okay but that's for the roast all right i think we're i think we've uh one hour and 10 minutes i feel like we've done a good job i i think we've done enough mm -hmm. um i i think that's that's enough for an episode um you guys who are listening and girls um if you have any ideas of um, how we could how we how novridge as a brand could change or best develop itself in the coming future please uh feel free to let us know either on our facebook social media or um well you can't do it anywhere else at the moment so maybe we should start a twitter no maybe we won't start a twitter no that's a bad idea why not i don't like we tweeting. need to start uh you we need to start create every account you know we could make an instagram account as well yeah. what what is the instagram account sound waves we're just gonna have sound waves on our instagram it's a podcast tim well, I know it's a podcast. No, but we're going to... Everybody's on this. Maybe we should make we'll a TikTok. A TikTok? Yeah. Okay, that's it. But Thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, I hope you've enjoyed it so far. We've hit 10 episodes, I think. I'm not sure. Woo! Um, Tim's been great until now. Uh, oh. He's mentioned TikTok. Sorry. So we're doomed. Yep. And, yeah, on the end of that point, please... Uh, 
please follow this podcast, share it if you liked it, and we'll see you in the next episode. Ciao.